Have you heard of Anchor? It is the easiest way to make a podcast. It's a free way to make a podcast. You don't have to pay. You can edit the podcast on your phone or computer. Anchor distributes your podcast to many places, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And you can make money from your podcast with barely any listens. You can download the free Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started. Good morning, good evening, or good afternoon, and welcome to Sports the Show. On today's episode, we have a very interesting boxing interview. We got our main sports stories, we got the motorsports update, and we have the non-sports topic of the day. All that is coming up right now. Welcome to the sports section of Sports the Show. Our first topic is sports and the coronavirus. There's been a lot of news involving the coronavirus in sports. Here is the basic rundown. All NCAA championship events, including March Madness for the men and women, have been canceled for the year. That also include the Baseball World Series and Softball World Series in the, uh, I guess it's summer when it is. So the rest of the academic year, uh, no NCAA championship sporting events. Major League Baseball, Major League Soccer, National Hockey League, and NBA will now only allow team personnel into the locker room. And NBA interviews are also now done via podium, which actually could be a problem. We'll talk about that later. Major League Baseball will not be playing their season for at least 14 days after spring training. Not after spring training. Opening day. So spring training's at the end of the month. Then we got to wait 14 more days before baseball actually starts. MLS and USL teams will not be playing for 30 days. So at, like, the end of April, I'm pretty sure, sh- like, not end of April, but, like, mid-April is when MLS will finally return, as will the USL. That Then we don't know when the National Hockey League is going to resume action, and we don't know when the NBA is going to resume action. Uh, in 30 days, the executives are going to be meeting up and basically figuring out what are we going to do about sp- this entire incident. Hopefully. Fingers crossed, uh, they'll have some way to basically show that, yeah, coronavirus will be hopefully gone. Uh, I doubt it, but you never know. Now, the entire reason the NBA had to cancel some games on Wednesday was Rudy Gobert's fault. Rudy Gobert had the coronavirus. He infected basically the entire Utah Jazz team. He infected referees. He infected his opponents who played other opponents who played other opponents. And then we just had an entire cycle. So basically, Rudy compares the entire reason the NBA has the coronavirus. And then he's infected some media members, too, because during a Monday press conference, he didn't believe that uh, the coronavirus is even really a thing, I guess. So he was like, hmm, I'm just going to rub my hands and uh, mess around with all of the uh, equipment and microphones. So now they need to quarantine those microphones and probably all of those people that are, were in the interview. And they probably transferred it too. So thanks, Rudy Gobert. You have brought the coronavirus here. Our next topic is the U.S. Soccer Federation versus the U.S. Women's Soccer Team. 
I believe this was like Tuesday, and the U.S. Soccer Federation said in a statement, uh, I guess to a court before the uh, lawsuit. Lawsuits in May, they have to do some uh, legal stuff. I don't understand courts, but uh, they said, yeah, the job of a men's national team carries more responsibility within the U.S. than the job of a women's national team player. They also argued that playing on a men's team requires a higher level of skill than the women's team. You can't do this. This is the entire reason they're arguing in court. This is the entire reason you have slandered your name. This is an embarrassment. You cannot say that the women's national team doesn't play as hard as the men's, which is basically what they are saying. That's the nice way of saying, yeah, men's team, we're more competitive than the women's. That's fine. It's not like the women's team made it to uh, the last three World Cups in a row, winning the last two. And they were, like, very successful with Jill Ellis, I believe, only having, like, less than 10 losses in, like, a decade. We can't say that for the men's team. We made it to the round 16 in 2014. But then in 2017, look what we did. We had Josie Altador and Michael Bradley. And we lose to Trinidad and Tobago. Shout out Neville, Neville, Neville Hackshaw on Trinidad and Tobago. They were... We, we were supposed to win that tournament. We won the World Cup. We beat Jamaica. We were supposed to win our group division, and we lost. We lost to Trinidad and Tobago, and that's why we didn't make it to the World Cup. And then I believe we lost again. And so then we definitely weren't going to make the World Cup. So for those who say that the women's team is less competitive, women's team wins, men's team doesn't. They're doing good, though. They're doing better. They might make it this year. They'll definitely make it in 2026 when we host it because we automatically make it. Uh, I'm sorry. I just got heated on this one topic, but I, as a soccer fan, think this is definitely not right, and I think the women's team definitely deserves to be paid more. Our last main news story of the day. It's not really a main news story that everyone's been talking about. Exactly. For those who do not know and who have been run under a rock for the like last month and a half, the Houston Astros cheated in the World Series. They stole the signs of the pitches, pitchers, which basically means they know where they're going to throw the ball so they can hit it easier. And then they won the World Series that year, angering a lot of players. And then Rob Manford comes out here and basically says, it's not really a big deal. You're just trying to go for a hunk of metal. And then the Astros organization just keeps digging themselves into a bigger and bigger hole, saying it's, it wasn't non-important, and just saying the answers they have to say. So here's what angry baseball players do. The pitchers throw pitches at the Houston Astros. And the Astros players have now been hit by a pitch a total of nine times. Obviously, Manford, who was trying to eliminate this as an entire thing, which is basically assault in front of many people, throwing like a 70-mile pitch at someone and could possibly hit them in the head at 90 miles or faster. That's not very good. That's assault. But we're not going to arrest them because it's sports. Anyway, 
They've been hit a total of nine times. And as we get to the regular season, they are going to be hit. I'm saying this now. They're going to be hit over 45 times. We're going to check at the end of the regular season and see this. Now, guys, if you want to track how many times the Astros have been beamed in the head, you can follow Astros Bean Counter on Twitter. That is not me. I just searched, how many times has the Astros been hit by a pitch? And then that account came up. So, yep, it's been nine as of, like, Wednesday. Well, there you have it. There's your main sports topics of the week. And ladies and gentlemen, coming up next, Ian and Brennan. They join the show. So that will be definitely entertaining. Welcome to Sports, the show, the show about sports. Today we are joined by Brennan and Ian. They are going to be talking about boxing. Oh yeah, Max. It's an honor to be on the show two weeks in a row. Uh, I'm just so grateful to be back on. You know, it really is a privilege putting money on my wallet so I can put food on the table. You know, thanks for having me out, Max. (laughs) You're welcome. Uh, Thank you for having me, Max. It's it's an honor. I I like... Uh, Ian's uh, suck up thing better than yours. You just were uh, being too nice. Anyway, first question. <laughs> it is we have only one question, and we want the audience to learn a bit about Brennan. So, mm-hmm. obviously, on February twenty second, there was the Wilder versus Fury fight. Who oh, yeah. were you rooting for? Sorry, what did you say? Who were you rooting for on Wilder? I was rooting for Deontay Wilder. Okay, I'm so sorry. Oh. Um, so, basically, if you guys were here last week, you heard that Wilder said that he lost because of his costume. Now, yes. Brennan, as a Wilder fan, how do you feel hearing that? Um, As a Wilder fan, I really did want to see him win, but he didn't. And it wasn't – it was not due to his his ring walk outfit. And I think it was just a dumb excuse in general, even being a Wilder fan I am. Like, he just lost, and I think he should just, like, own up to it. Well, Max, it's a Wilder fan with a brain. Get a load of this. Ian's just going to have all of uh, the Wilder <laughs> fan base just Guys, you can at Ian at the Dank Arctic. The Dank Arctic. That's my YouTube that is... account. Yeah. And then, what about your Instagram? So then we can have them uh, all it's harass just, you. Wait, can they sub the my YouTube? Can they sub yes. the my YouTube? No, 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 no. We'll do no. that at the end. We'll at the end. At the end. At the end. Okay, okay. I okay. just wanted everyone to harass Ian. Honestly, if anyone harasses Ian, I need to know because that will be funny. You're welcome. Dang, Max. Okay. I hope your show gets canceled. Oh, that's not Max, nice. can I, Max, <laughs> Max, can I ask Brennan the question? Sure. Mm. Brian, why did you think Wilder was going to win? That's my question. Um, I thought Wilder was going to win from all of his previous fights because his record was looking pretty good, 42-0 and 1, and the only tie was Tyson Fury. And I did, at the beginning, as like the buildup was happening, I did have a lot of doubts on him that he was going to definitely struggle with Tyson Fury. As you can tell in the first fight, he did struggle with him, lasted all 12 rounds. Um. But I just thought he was going to win because of his right hand. Like like he said, he said 
uh, they just have to be perfect for 12 rounds where I only have to be perfect for two seconds. And it just proves that he has that right hand that can really, like, just end the fight whenever he wants. And I thought he could um, prove himself of that, but he just he just couldn't didn't have it in him. Now, on the remark about his record, who on that record has really been noteworthy that's, like, a uh, accomplishment um, that he's beat? Besides, think, really, Luis Ortiz and Tyson Fury. Yes. I was, I was going to say Luis Ortiz because he's such an experienced fighter. And like he was down in all all the sport, uh, all of the um, the cards, and then in the seventh round of the second fight, he just ended it right there. And that was a that was a, like a forty year old Ortiz, like thirty eight, like yeah, near his forties, thirty eight year old. If, yeah. If if a if a, if a like near forty year old man can beat supposedly the baddest man on the planet for seven straight rounds, I don't really know what that says mm-hmm. about him. Yeah, I I get what you're saying. Wow. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of old men who are boxers, Mayweather will most likely come out of retirement for like the 100th time. So mm-hmm. when, not if he comes out of retirement, who should he face and why? Go. You want to go first, Brennan? Yeah, I go for it. I said, do you want to go first? No, I don't. I want to go oh. first. Okay. Well, I say Mayweather, if he comes out of retirement, it'll be. It'll be either this year, mid this year, I'm saying like fall, late summer, or he's going to come out of retirement in 2021 because he's always like he's pushing it in age-wise. I think he shouldn't come out of retirement when he's like 50, you know, and there's no point coming out of retirement retirement anymore. Your record's just going to get that one loss on it. You know, with a perfect 50-0 record, you know, you got to be really careful about that. And I, I don't think he's when he comes out of retirement, he's going to want to cherry-pick an opponent someone he thinks he can beat really easily because really who would want to watch that? This, this 40 year old, 40, not like eight year old man come out of retirement, freaking beat up some like little kid. Now they want to see him fight somebody who's actually going to be hard. And at this age, I don't really think he should be fighting the best of the best anymore. Cause that's going to be really hard on him age wise. And his record might get that one loss on it. Who I think he should fight. Uh, that's, that's a tough one because I'm trying to think of someone that's not too good for him to face because if he fights, you know, I feel like, I feel like if he fights Canelo Alvarez again, he loses this time. You know, I, I think, I think he could beat Manny Pacquiao again, you know, considering how the first one went, but yeah. I, I don't know who I would think he could fight. That would really be like a interesting enough fight to watch without being a risk of him losing his uh, 15 hour record. That is not an answer, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, 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 okay. Better, okay, answer for you. Who I would want to see him fight? I'd want to see him do a rematch with Canelo Alvarez, but he won't do that. No, he's gonna choose so, someone easy. He's gonna do McGregor. That's what I said. Again, I, right I, 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 he's gonna. He, he talked about wanting to do McGregor, Khabib. I don't really think anybody cares about MMA and UFC. Cro- no, not why would he do MMA, UFC? Khabib? UFC and he he was talking about it once. Uh, yeah. Conor McGregor came back with Cowboy. He posted on his Instagram like. McGregor versus Khabib, and then McGregor versus not McGregor versus Khabib, uh, Mayweather versus Khabib, and then Mayweather versus McGregor. Too, obviously, those were just like fan things. He was just like just saying, but if he wants to fight one of those guys, I think Khabib will kill him. I think he could beat McGregor again. I agree. And yeah. then, uh, but who I'd want to see him fight is Canelo Alvarez because I really like Canelo. He's like a cool dude. Plus, he's got a pretty cool beard and mustache. 
But the thing is, I'm There's sorry an, that's an answer, Mike. Intrude on you, Brennan. But the thing is, he has to choose someone easy. He cannot lose that 50 yes. and 0 record. So that's why he will mm-hmm. not do anyone with the caliber of Canelo. Now, Brennan. See. Um, I'm going with Ian says I don't. I think he will probably come out of retirement either late this year, or early next year. Um, yeah, and so I honestly that I want him to fight. I think just for the hype, because how like high up and how like I guess you could say really like hot on the spot right now would be McGregor. The only reason I want him to fight that because they'd get really hype, and I like like hype situations as like the. As you can see from like the Wilder and Fury two, it got really really hype, and I got really interested in it. And I think that would be really good for the hype. Wow, thanks, Ian. But yeah, well, I was just, really laugh- I was just laughing because he said he got really into it, and I, I remember in the build up, me and him were like, I "Let's go, let's go!" And we were like, "I remember yeah, that. I remember uh, when yeah. he was always." I thought like, that was so funny. Days remain. <laughs> No, yeah. I remember that. I counted down ever since August 31st to February 22nd. Why? Because I just, I don't know. I was really excited for it. Well, that's And sad. then and I think I really got knocked in the freak out. <laughs> he didn't get knocked out. He, he would have got knocked out. He would have. It was a, it was a technical knock. It was a technical knockout. Yeah. I'm very glad that they threw in the towel, to be honest, because I did not want it to end in a KO. It, it was going to end in a KO. That's it true. was going That's to, and I'm true. kind it was, of glad It was, it was right on the path. Him, I'd rather <clears> them <throat> throw in a towel than him just get completely just flatlined. Oh, do you want to tell Max how you switch teams before the fight? What? No, the millisecond before the fight, okay? I think I already told Max this on the first one. I think I might have already told him this. I think I told him this in person, too. Yeah, you did. But I'll just, I'll just, I'll just tell it again for the audience's viewing pleasure, yes. I guess. But uh, right when Fury came out, I, you know, had faith in him every single day till the buildup. But as soon as he got in the ring, you know, all of a sudden nerves kicked in and I, and I saw him take off his shirt and I saw him with the extra weight. I mean, the entire time in the build of the fight, I was saying like the extra weight's going to help him. You know, he's going to be putting power into his shots. He's not going to be like the little like flicky fairy thing he was doing the first fight. It's going to set into him. And it's going to be power. But for some reason, when I actually saw it, I just got really scared. And I was like, oh, I was going to kill him. I was going to kill him. And then, of course, as soon as I say that, Fury just destroys Wilder in every way, shape, or form. It was just the nerves that got to me. Because I remember I really didn't want yeah. Brennan to be like be right over me. <laughs> yeah. So as soon as, as soon as I thought as soon as I thought as soon as I thought like there's any chance at all of uh Fury not winning, I was just like, yeah, Wilder's gonna win hundred percent, hundred percent. So I didn't seem dumb. Wow. Which but that's a dumb move. Stick with your gut. That's true. That is true. Yeah. Uh, I was disappointed yeah. that we didn't get a simultaneous knockout. That's what I, I remember. You, I remember you saying that in second it period. Should have been a draw. I was really, I was super, really, really hoping in my mind, in the back of the head, that um, Wilder would just land that right hand and lay him out. But as I could tell from like it went to like the fifth, and then like sixth, and then I could just tell he did not have it in him. He was not going to do that. But I was always just hoping he would just land that right hand, but he never did. Mm-hmm. Now, some people might say Wilder, you know, he can't keep the power through rounds. But then, yeah, yet again, you look at things like, you know, you look at Wilder versus Fury 1, and then you look at, like, uh, Wilder versus Ortiz 2. He's losing. Yeah. He's, like, he's tired. Like, he, it, in uh, Luis Ortiz versus uh, Wilder 2, it was literally in the seventh yeah. round, too. He was getting destroyed. Yeah. 
So both end times it was in the round. seventh round, it was like it's like at the end of the seventh round, and then Wilder just yeah. landed, and he was exhausted at that point because yeah. he'd been getting beat. Yeah, he still had the power that late in the fight, and then he yeah. still had the power to knock Tyson Fury down in the twelfth round of the first one. But that's kind of mm-hmm. sad if he doesn't have the power to put him down for good when he just came down from two four hundred pounds and yes, you know it's the twelfth round. Yeah. With I one knockdown just, already, I was just so hoping that he would land that right hand, and I did. I did believe in him until they threw in the towel. On. I was like, "Well, I started losing faith." End of six. I remember me and me and Bodie were going crazy. You were like, oh, 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 and then you were like, "No, yeah, Wilder, no, use your no, right hand." The fifth round. Yeah, it was the fifth round. Is whenever Tyson Fury landed the body shot and it dropped him. That's when I lost all my faith, and I knew it was over. Then, when Bodie were flipping round, out. and yeah. It was not good. Shout out. Now, one thing, I, one thing I would say. Uh, yeah, shout out. Shout out, Bodie. He's a real one. You need to get him on the show, Max. I will. I will. I'll keep For music. Uh, yeah. For the music expert. Yes. Bodie. Sports. You need to get on here. Right now, I'm just going to have to deal with uh, that whole incident. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> okay. uh, so, we got a lot of some now questions. Uh, so, if you could bo- book – a boxing match between any two fighters in any era, who would they be and why? Brennan, you're Ooh. first. Did you say, wait, what did you say the second? You said any fighter in any era. So we can Anywhere. have like era. Okay, okay. Ali, era. I would I would want to see Mike Tyson and Muhammad Ali. I would love to see that because people argued Mike Tyson is the best and a lot of people argue Muhammad Ali is the best. And I think it would be a really good fight because it definitely would be the fight of, like, for, like, the best fight ever. And I think it would be good to see both of their unique styles of fighting against each other. I agree. What about the man, the myth, the legend, Ian? Thank you, Max. Thank you, Max. Uh, I probably would have said uh, Tyson versus Ali. But I, I thought about it recently. And I, I really think – I didn't think Mike Tyson was that good when you look at, like, his record. Like, obviously, of course, he's really good. Obviously, of course, he's really good, obviously. But, like, I don't mean like – I mean like that. But you look at him, and most of his knockouts, those really early knockouts, were against not too great of opponents. And the people who gave him real trouble were really the only the good people. All the people that were, like, mediocre, he just destroyed. But all the good people, he never walked through them, you know? People yeah, said people said yeah. like he was the best he was the best heavyweight like of all time. If you're gonna use that argument, he's gotta be able to like just walk through everybody else. But he had trouble yeah. with uh, he had trouble with uh, Lennox Lewis and he had trouble with uh, what's uh, what's his name? Evander Holyfield, sorry, I forgot his first name. He had trouble with those yeah. guys. So I if I could pick any two fighters, I would want probably just for the build up of the fight. I'd want to see Tyson Fury versus Muhammad no. Ali. I feel like the build up to that oh, would be so gosh. good. Well, like think about it. Muhammad Ali's nickname was the Louisville Whip, and then Tyson Fury. You know, he's one of the most charismatic boxers like of all time. I hey, think the build up to that would just be so funny. Like, just imagine like those guys sitting on stage just yelling at each other like, "Ah, you suck! You yeah. suck! You suck!" Yeah, true, true, true. They both have very yeah, and then, they're and then very plus, different. Tyson Fury's like three feet taller than everybody else, so he'd probably just be like. Standing over top of Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali like six, six yeah. three. He's like six three. That is a lot. That is a big difference. Six mm-hmm. nine to six three. Big. Hey, six nine. Yeah, I, I respect that. I definitely respect that. Wow. Put respect on it. I put respect on okay. it. Okay. Now, what is yeah. the best uh, heavyweight boxing match you have ever seen? Very tough question. Is, does it have to be uh, live? No, not live. Well, no, not live. Anything. But we've only ever watched like okay. one live. 
Yeah, I've seen. Yeah. <laughs> what's the What's the best one you've ever seen? Well, I've only ever seen one, so probably. Who do you want to go first? Do you want? He go said you go first. Oh me! Oh yeah, yeah, my bad. Okay. Um, best boxing match I've probably ever seen. To be honest, even though I didn't like the way it ended, Waters vs. Fury too. And I'm gonna explain myself why. Even though it wasn't the best fight, especially for a Wilder fan, um, I just liked how uh, like I built it up so much from it. Like I built it up, and it was just really fun to like watch it. I guess and like have my like emotions. I guess you could say in it. That was just a really good fight to watch because I was like there and like watch. I wasn't there, but I was like watching the fight. You were in the ring too. He was the ref. Everyone was the ref. You were bad as a result, Brandon. Thanks yes. a lot, Brennan. And so, yeah. What about you, Ian? All right. Okay. So you said you said only heavyweights, right? Yes. Okay. I will hmm, probably top two, and then I'll narrate in the top one. Just for the sake of the comeback alone, I'm probably going to have to say uh, George Foreman versus Michael Moore. That was really good. Um, yeah, I was going to say that one. And, that then, and then again, Wilder versus Fury 2. That was a good just to yeah. come back. Both of those had just great stories leading up to them. You know, they weren't just a one-off, like, slugfest, and then it was over. You know, the story leading up to those two were amazing. Yeah. You know, my, uh, George Foreman, he freaking was out of the ring for a while, came back because he needed money because he became a preacher. years old. He came 40, back. like, something. He came back, like, worked his way through the ranks. Everyone thought he was a joke. He got a title shot with Evander Holyfield, lost. And then Michael Moore beat Evander Holyfield. And then George Foreman got a title shot of him, was losing the fight. On some scorecards, and then he just destroyed him with one shot. And then Tyson Fury versus Wilder, you know, Fury coming back from that 400 pounds, three years out the ring, being the undisputed heavyweight champion of the world, came back, beat everybody, got a, got a shot, title shot with Wilder, one of the most scared, like one of the most like, feared men in the division, within his first three fights back. It was his third fight back. And then he beat him on most people's scorecards, and then he got two more tune up fights, and then again went at Wilder and absolutely decimated him. So those are probably top two. Number one, I'm probably going to have to go with Wilder versus Fury 2, like Brennan said, because that just holds a special yeah. place because that was the first one I actually watched, like, live pay-per-view. Yeah. And because I just like Tyson Fury so much. Yeah, I know a lot of people were saying the Michael Moore-George uh, Foreman fight, which, uh, trivia fact, that was hyped mm-hmm. as one for the ages, so that kind of spoiled one of our trivia questions. Um, yeah. I'm afraid we're going to have to take... Wait, wait, was that, was yes, that one that of was the one trivia one. questions? Who beat Michael Moore in the 1990s? <laughs> One of the ages. I did not think you would do that. So we're going to take that out. I would have got that. Yeah. That's cool. That was, I remember at school you said that was the one you thought yeah, I wouldn't I get. Don't worry. You'll probably get all these ones. Though. I remember. We were at school. We were at school and Max said uh, there's a trivia question that you definitely I won't like know. We're both going to get them. I just think yeah. you'll probably get them first. I don't really know how. Well, Brent, it's not going to. How's that going to work on here? There's like delay. And Max is going to say it. And then like we're both just going to be oh, screaming yeah, like. Ah! I don't honestly know. Yeah. We'll figure it out. We got to take a quick break. We will be back. Welcome back to Sports the Show. Wow, man. It was fun. And now we are back once again. Yes, we are, Max. Yes, we are. All right. Yeah, so, uh, just got some questions for you that we'll be getting now. But uh, All right. Let's hear it, Max. Hold on. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you too fast. Ah! Okay. So here we go. Uh, one final question. Oh, I already asked you that one, but best boxer of all time and why? I put why. Oh, yeah, Brennan, you definitely have to go first on this one. Okay, <laughs> I will go first. 
Um, some might argue against this, and for all those audience that do, um, I'm sorry, it's just my opinion. Um, <laughs> you got like death threats in the mail. <laughs> yeah, so I don't contain this. Action. Is gonna seem very um, how are we gonna put the bandwagon? I swear, if you say wilder. No, no, absolutely not. <laughs> no, uh, and that will be Muhammad Ali, the one and only. And that I will sense. explain why, because for one, I like how vulgar he was, and his trash talk was hilarious. The way he just, like, trash talk was really funny, and I thought it was funny how people got really mad at that, like, fans got really mad at that. I thought it was that kind of funny, not gonna lie. Um, and I liked how he was, like, really quick on his feet, and he, like, really had a lot of agility and stuff, and I also like how he's super explosive as well. Like, his saying, flow like a butterfly, sing like a bee. Like, I, so, oh, forget it. Okay, never mind. Um, so, yeah. Okay. Uh, Muhammad Ali's probably a lot of people's favorite boxer, just for the fact that he was the people's champ. You know, everybody loved him. You know, everybody thought he was a good guy. You know. Hold on. He, uh, not everybody loved him. If you guys. Dra- a, lot of, a, lot of, a, lot of, a lot of butthurt people just get mad at him for not supporting the Vietnam War. Yeah. I yeah, think that's yeah. a dumb thing to get mad at him over. Kind of. Because. Because the thing, the thing about it is, he didn't just say he didn't want to fight because he didn't want to, like, die. He just said, what's the point in fighting for you people if you aren't going to fight for me? Because America at that time was really, like, racist and prejudiced against, like, African Americans. And he's like, yeah. he said, ain't, one of the most famous things, like, ain't no Viet Cong ever call me and said the N-word. You know, I'm not going to say it, obviously. <laughs> but that is true. Yeah. Like, those people, they're not racist towards them. Why fight for a war you don't agree with for people that don't treat you right? I so I, I don't. I think the Vietnam War was a pointless war, really. You know, it we was. shouldn't even been in it. This isn't this isn't a politics uh, <laughs> politics podcast. History but, of the war. So I'll move on from that. But most people, most sane people, like Muhammad Ali. You know, he was just a nice. He was a nice dude. You know, he was a funny guy. You know, he was. A lot of people say he wasn't the best boxer in the ring, but he was the best like person to ever put on boxing gloves. They say he was yes. like a great person out of the ring. You know, he's a big black rights activist. You know, he was friends with uh, Malcolm X. Malcolm X might not be the best guy, but, you know, he was, he's, yeah. he, was he was okay. But my mm-hmm. personal favorite of all time has got to be Sugar Ray Leonard. I don't know. There's something, oh, there's something about yes. him. There's something oh, about yes. him. He, he's, he was just cool, you know. He, he, yeah. he, has that, he has that Muhammad Ali, Floyd Mayweather effect where they call him, like, pretty boy, you know. He had a thing where yeah. – you know, he's got, like, the cool afro head. <laughs> yeah. You know, plus, he was in a time, he was in an era where there were a lot of good guys in his weight division. He fought in, like, like a whole bunch of weight divisions. He fought, like, a welterweight, you know, I think he fought, like, lightweight. He fought everything. But he fought guys like Roberto Duran, Thomas Hearns, Marvin Hagler. Mm-hmm, yeah. And, to like, I think he retired. He retired, okay? And he came back to fight Marvin Hagler, who's, like, crazy. Marvelous Marvin Hagler was, like, insane skill-wise. He came back to fight him. And I know a lot of people, that's a very controversial decision for uh, Sugar Ray Leonard. I think he won. I had him up by, like, two rounds in the fight. I was giving him a lot of the close rounds. But I, I really did think he won that fight. And, you know, he beat Thomas Hearns the first time. Second time, got a draw. I think he lost that fight. Uh, he lost to Roberto Duran. And the second time, made him quit. You know, that's, that's good enough for a guy named Hands of Stone. He made him quit. That's, that's where famous No Moss saying comes from. He's probably my number one, just of all time. But you can't overlook a guy like Sugar Ray Robinson either. He had like 140-some pro fights. You know, he went unbeaten yeah. for like forever, and then he finally got, finally got clocked by a guy in Europe, and then he rematched him immediately and clobbered him. So, you know, he has a pretty yes. good resume too. 
there's an argument made for both of those men. I just picture mm-hmm. Ray Leonard because, you know, I like mm-hmm. his style and I like the way he talks yeah. more. And uh, Sugar Ray Leonard, uh, I was watching – what was I watching? I was watching a video about, like – it was, like, before The Water vs. Fear 2, and it was, like, what people thought of. And Sugar Ray, Len- Sugar Ray Leonard, like, predicted the fight perfectly, and he predicted what Tyson Fury was going to do. You know, it's weird to me. Oh, so there are some guys that were they were heavyweights or they were fighters that are fine talking. Like, you see – Heavy, uh, Sugar Ray Leonard, he wasn't a heavyweight, but he he was like a welterweight. He still now yeah. can talk like perfectly fine. He hasn't had any like speech impediment at all. Mm-hmm. He's like that's surprising. Yeah. The people who get like paid big money just to slam each other in the skull with their fists, and they can still talk. But then you look at guys like Muhammad Ali when they're like in their sixties, they can barely move. Like Sugar Ray Leonard, he's yeah. old now and talks fine. George yeah. Foreman talks fine, and you know he was a heavyweight and he won two times. You know Mike Tyson talks fine. Vander Holyfield talks yeah. fine. Lennox Lewis talks fine. And I, I just have a lot of respect for those guys. You know, they can go in there, get clobbered, and then, you know, come out and be still be normal. You know, Floyd, Floyd Mayweather, even though he's not super old, he still talks relatively fine. But Floyd Mayweather oh, yeah, Sr., Floyd Mayweather Sr. does not talk fine at all. He talks like a freaking gopher or something. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. yeah, yeah. Yeah, Sugar Ray Leonard, he's – yeah. He just sounds like an old man, I mean, because he is. <laughs> Leonard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Sorry, and anybody li- listening how... named Leonard. <laughs> he's it's talking about f- how – And at all the Leonards. Good job. Yeah. He was talking about before Wilder Fury 2. He was going to talk about how um, Fury is going to use his weight against Wilder and put him out. And yeah, that's what he did. Yeah, well, that's not even like really like that that crazy of an opinion because that's what Fury said he was going to do every yeah. single day leading up to the fight. You know, it was yeah. surprising to me the guys like David Hay. You know, he really thought he really thought Wilder was going to win the rematch. You know, uh, but then you know Fury did what he did. And one of my favorite videos it's a it's like it's like David Hay was commentating over the fight. And there's a video where you can see like the commentator booth, like like ringside commentator guys win. Fury knocks him down the first time, and David Hay just like. Doesn't even say anything. He just like starts clapping and just like stands up like what the freak? I was on it. I love yeah. that video. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I've seen that. I have right, not Max. either. I, uh, I actually got some boxing news uh, just coming in from two days ago. Um, so apparently, this whole top ranked boxing, uh, the owner has sold that. So. Uh, oh yeah, isn't it Bob Arum? Is that his name? Yeah, or is it Bob Arum. Yeah. Okay. Frank Warren's what like was it? top ranked boxing. Well, Frank Warren's like his son, I think. I don't know if it's a it's it's something like that. And then Bob Arum, I think he runs it. He's like really old. Yeah, he is. Do you think that with a new owner, that business could go down? Because you know how sometimes you get ownership and then everything just falls apart. I I think I think Top Rank as a business might fall apart, but I don't think it'll affect Fury at all. Yeah. Okay. I agree. And then finally, you no. Know, uh, a funny thing about Bob Arum. Uh, it's yeah. Sorry. The funny thing about Bob Arum is when Fury won uh, his fight, he started singing American Pie by Don McLean, and he handed the mic to uh, Bob right when he got to the party. Like, I drove my Chevy to the levee, and he sounded like he was, like, drunk. He's like, I don't want anything. And he took the mic away from him. I don't know. I thought that was funny. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Yeah, okay. So we learned don't ever get uh, Ian drunk. That's what I've taken away from this. Uh, finally, uh, 
The WBC announced that both Tyson Fury and Wilder have tested clean with their drug tests, which is yep. a good thing. So, yeah. No a lot joking. of people complaining, saying Fury, he was on steroids. Well, he came back positive. No, he wasn't on steroids. Yeah, and a lot of came people, back negative, not positive. They wouldn't have fought. Yeah, and then a lot of people fought. a lot of people were complaining also. One of the things that makes me the most mad, seeing it in like Instagram comment sections, I always want to reply back to him, but I don't want to argue with people, is just – People that say he cheated by putting his fist in like the wrist part of the glove. That is one of the most bogus excuses I have ever heard in my entire life. Literally, okay, Fury's style his entire style of jab is he flicks his wrist out. Like, yeah, like he, he curls it up. Wrist. He curls it up yeah. as he's throwing it, and then right before it makes contact, he like flicks it out. Flicks it out. It's like a tail whip thing. It's like like when you wind up like a towel and you flick it in like the locker room. Isn't that called a certain move? Yeah, it's, 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 it's called it like is. a tail whip jab. He, he uses whip, yeah. that and doing that. You know, it, it like literally like you're basically just throwing your hand. You're shaking your hand. It's like if you have a shoe on, you start shaking your foot. Your foot's going to slide out a little bit. You see it like five times like the first fight. The ref will like stop it like for a second and push Fury's gloves down. It's just because of the style he throws. It's not like he's intentionally putting his hand there. It just slips. And what's he going to do? Stop and be like, take time, time out, time out, and start fixing it himself. No, he's not going to look like a baby. He just the ref fixes it for, like, the, the ref fixes it for him. They continue on. It's not like the knockdowns happened from that. It's not like that's the reason he won the fight because his hand slipped out. Yeah. If anything, that should hurt him because there's more room for the glove to go through. Like, it's not just, just the padding and then his knuckle. It's like the padding and there's like some open space because his hand's farther down. You know, I don't, I don't get people like that. They just seem really dumb. Those are the same people who will complain about anything. Like, there's this guy, he walked over a volcano, he had a harness. Because CBS, like, made him do it. And everyone was complaining about that. These people complain, and then they can't do any of this. They're like, well, that's cheating. You go in a boxing match, you see what happens. Yeah, I'd like, I'd like to see anybody calling Fury a cheater and how he's using these illegal techniques get in the ring. You know, I think that'd be funny. I agree with you there. Well, now comes the interesting part. I don't know how this is going to oh, go. It's time for trivia. Yay! Oh, God, Max. I love that confidence. So oh, I don't. I'm not that. I'm not that good. With like weight classes, like the cutoff, like like what weight? Well, like if you ask, like what weight class is 135? There's no way I'm gonna just get. Well, that. here we go. It's, it's perfect in boxing. What is oh, the top man. weight allowed in a flyweight? Is it A 110? Oh, my. B 113 oh, or C 112? Max, <laughs> how are we supposed to know this? <laughs> You're supposed to know boxer. I will, who, who, I will just... I found like, it out on the internet. Uh, it was in a boxing who, trivia. Who is like... I can't, I can't even name a flyweight in boxing. Like, how, yeah, I could not name one. How am I, how are we supposed just to get take this? a guess, A, B, or C. Let's, C. What about you, Ian? Uh, B or C, what do you pick? I, I, I don't even remember what the answers were. I'm just going to go with... Okay, no, I'm just going to go. Think about it like this. Uh... Uh, A is the first letter, first is the worst, second is the best, so B. The correct answer is C. Yes! <laughs> what, even were the, what even were the answers? A is 110, <laughs> B is 113, C is 112. Dang, nabbit. I guess the same. The same's wrong. Only one. The same's wrong. First is the worst, second is the best. Third is the one with the uh, treasure I, chest. Oh, I should have remembered that. Third is the one with the yeah, treasure chest. Right. Well, welcome back to Sports the Shell. We are joined once again by Brennan and Ian uh, yes, with our final 
trivia question brings up one zero. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I remember that. Was the first boxer to knock down Muhammad Ali in oh, I know this one. professional I know this one. career? I know this one. A. Pernell Whitaker. B. Joe Frazier. C. John Henry Lewis. Or D. Sonny Banks. A. I'm going to answer first. Uh oh. D. Is it not so, A? Here is the correct answer. D. What? <laughs> it is. It is. No Search, way. Uh, S-O-N-N-Y Banks. What? Versus Muhammad Ali. Wait, who was that? Wait, what was it? What did I say again? Who did I say? Whitaker? Yeah. Yeah. What? No, there's no way. What? It was. It was in 1962. Hold up. And it, so it was when he was named Cassius Clay at the time before mm-hmm. he was known as Muhammad Ali. I think they even got the name Cassius X or Muhammad X. For, I don't remember which one it was from Malcolm X. I swear Bruno Whitaker did. Maybe he did, but he wasn't the first one. I swear Brunel did. Oh. I'll check if he actually did. This was probably a trick question. Uh, Well, it looks like Pernell Whitaker took on Floyd Mayweather. Roger Mayweather. <laughs> I don't it know what I'm Floyd thinking. Floyd Mayweather. I don't know what I'm thinking. I think they're two different eras. Max, just type in type in Whitaker versus Ali. No, he never fought Ali. I don't know what I'm thinking. Brennan's high. I have no, no clue what I'm thinking. That was from the eighties. Yeah, I have no clue what I'm thinking. Oh. Whitaker. Did he knock out Mike Tyson, maybe? I don't know. I think he's dead. He was Pernell <laughs> Sweepy Whitaker. It's just his boxing it's one one. You have to do a bonus question for the win. Or the when neither of us knew the answer to, we just both guessed. Yes, but that's can we out. just call it a tie and we're both sure. experts? I don't even know if that. No, Max. Oh, Max. Oh, Ian wants it. We're gonna get an extra boxing bonus question coming in. I I had an extra one. It was another one of those uh, weight classes. So no, 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 no. Let's just call it a tie then. Yeah, I'm not doing another weight class question. No, I gotta find another one then. I'll find a good mm-hmm. one. So I guess you guys need to go on a rant about boxing while uh, I try. Okay. Max, you should become a boxer. I think you should get in the ring. Yeah, no, get in the I'm ring good. with Matt. Nope, I'm not doing that. Okay. Ooh. Oh wait, no. Max, Max, quickly, quickly. I gotta go. Uh. Who did Joe Frazier say he wanted to like a hog once slop? What are you even saying? Who did Joe <laughs> Frazier say like a hog once slop? What does that mean? What I don't does that know. mean? The answer was Muhammad Ali. Uh, that wasn't good. <laughs> no, did you hear the way you worded that question? Yeah, what I was going to guess Muhammad Ali. It was, no, was just trash talk. It was trash talk, and I was going to guess. Better one. Who received a reported $25 million for a 1995 boxing match that lasted 89 seconds? Whoever can guess it first wins. Go. What does Max, that even mean? Yeah, 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 we gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, Can you repeat like, the question? Like, question? He was asking like a specific they year. Max, Max, give us some options. Wait, what do you want me to do now? Give us some options. Give us some, some options really quick. Wait, no, re- wait. Re- Who received what? a reported $25 million for a 1995 boxing match that only lasted 89 seconds? Give us options. A, Mike Tyson. B, 
Well, he answers Mike Tyson. Can't think of any. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> I was going to guess like, Mike Tyson. Dude, I was going to guess Mike Tyson. He came out of the 90s, and that was, like, Rick, his era. Yeah, he was yeah, a 90s boxer. Right now. Hold on. I got to go find He was probably more. Mike all right, goodbye, Max. Goodbye, Brennan. It's been great goodbye. having you. Max, it's, it's, it's been – actually, it has been great having you. This is my show. Right, uh, it's been great having you. I was the like, guest that I didn't even know. This was a tie for me and Ian. Yeah, that means you got to come on next week for 60-second boxing update. Are we really? Are we coming back on? Maybe. I have a 60-second segment where basically you talk about a specific sport for 60 seconds. That's it? 60 seconds? Yep, it's a challenge. You have to say as much boxing news in, as you can in 60 seconds. Or golf or whatever okay. you want to talk about. Sounds good. Yeah. It was great. Uh, I very appreciate you having me on your show. Thank it you. It was very much an honor to be on this. I hope that you succeed and become a good podcaster. Well, Ian had right. to leave, but uh, you obviously heard what he had to plug last week. But, Brandon, you're here. What do you want to plug? Uh, I will plug my YouTube channel, which is Fried Brixt. Fried, B-R-I-X-X-X-T. Yeah, I believe we have you on the YouTube channel, Sports the Show, as one of our, under the guests. Nope, I'll add you on there anyway, but thank you for coming on the show. All right, thank you for having me. It is an honor. It is an honor for you to have me. Yes, it is my greatest accomplishment. Oh, yes. I don't doubt that. I have never had any more guests that have been as important as Brennan in his oh, mind. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, who knows what you guys are going to be hearing next? I don't know, but we're going to find out. So, bye. What a great, what, peace out. How do you want <laughs> It is now time for our motorsports update. We already talked about motorsports a little bit, but here we go. We begin first with IndyCar. The race is this Sunday, and coverage begins at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on NBCSN. This is at St. Petersburg, Florida, the Grand Prix of St. Pete. And ladies and gentlemen, you can listen to the race via the Pennzoil IndyCar radio network on XM channel 205, as well as streaming channels 205, channel 211 on Sirius XM, via the TuneIn app, or on your local affiliate radio station. The 14-turn 100-lap course is 1.8 miles, covering 180 miles. Also, I'm looking right now at our spotter guide, which shows us what the IndyCar designs are. And it's very interesting how little of them have sponsors. Well, how many of them don't have sponsors. Sebastian Bourdais, he doesn't really have a main sponsor on the side. That is shocking. Then we also have Felipe Nasser. Nasser. Apologies to the crew. I don't know how to pronounce their names. And then... Rookie Alex Palu, 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 number 55. He doesn't have any sponsors, really, except for Valpac. They're going to be de- debuting the new airwell screen technology at that track, which is pretty cool. As you can tell, I'm a huge fan of IndyCar. I wish James Hinchcliffe was here. I wish Tony Kanana was here. Uh, my pick 
well, the guy who I'm going to be reading for now has to be the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. 59 Max Chilton, for obvious reasons. I hope they win. He actually almost won the 500 a couple of years ago. We're going off on the tangent. Basically, Joseph Newgarden, Newgarden is looking to win once again. My prediction, Joseph Newgarden wins it for the second year in a row. Also, Colton Herta. Colton Herta is a very good driver, very underrated. Well, actually, lots of people know him, but for those who do not know him, Colton Herta is a pretty talented driver. However, his hauler did catch on fire on the way to the race. So, prayers to all them. Uh, it doesn't look like he's going to be competing this weekend, I guess. So maybe there was too much damage. I don't know. Uh, but that is just sad. Uh, for them, definitely going to be someone you're going to want to watch out for this season. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we spent a lot of time on IndyCar. Let's now move on to NASCAR, which I don't pay attention to as much. I actually did watch the race. It was in Phoenix. Joe Logano got his second win of the year. And uh, interesting statistic, that is Penske's 122nd win. Joey Logano seems pretty unstoppable this year. That is what I've gained kind of from the NASCAR fan group. Uh, media-wise, I don't pay attention to NASCAR fans. I'm sorry, I don't pay attention to you. Racing fans can be mean sometimes. Yeah, but uh, we they are going to be in, I believe, Atlanta this week. I should probably have looked that up, but we're doing this all in one take. So, yeah, uh, now, as we said earlier... NASCAR will not be having fans for the next two weekends. That is in Atlanta and Miami. And yes, Atlanta is this weekend. And now our point standings for the season. Your top three include... Ooh, surprising. Kevin Harvick has 164 points. He is now in first. He is projected to be... In second place come playoff time. Joe Logano's in second with 163 points. Only one point behind with the two wins. And then in third place is Chase Elliott with one top five, two top tens, and leading 186 laps. The most laps of anyone, I believe, who are in the top three, definitely. Also, the reason why Kevin Harvick is in first place. He has had two top fives and four top ten finishes, leading 159 laps. More than Joey Logano. Last week was also crazy because they had to go into overtime, which was basically because they ended the, like on the white flag. They had a yellow flag as well, so they had to like drive, I think, three more laps. Three or four more laps, and then they had a win, and Joey Logano stuck it out. He got the win, so congratulations to Joey Logano. Finally, in Formula One, uh, lots of cancellations. The Bahrain Grand Prix is running without fans, and the Australian Grand Prix will most likely be canceled if not ran without fans. Uh, a McLaren member of the team also tested positive to have coronavirus, so now people are wanting that race to not happen. I think it shouldn't. I think that it is unsafe. Our final motorsports update goes to Monster Jam. Congratulations to the man, the myth, the legend. He is one of the goats of the Arena Tour, if not the goat of the Triple Threat Series, Tyler Meninga. He won his fourth Triple Threat Series win in a row. 
I called it last week. You guys heard me. I called it at the beginning of the season, too. I'd like to add. I don't want to brag. There were also some cancellations due to, once again, the coronavirus. It's ruining a lot of stuff. Now, I understand why. We need to uh, make sure. We just need to monitor it. But uh, it definitely sucks for our friends in Detroit, Michigan, and Albuquerque, New Mexico. I'm pretty sure that's where it is. Uh, those two shows were canceled and will most likely be rescheduled. I believe Tuscon is also this weekend and is most likely going to be rescheduled. So basically, there's going to be no Monster Truck event this weekend. Also, for another tour, Hot Wheels Monster Trucks Live, they were supposed to be in Louisville, Kentucky, and uh, that got rescheduled. There will be more information coming out soon. I'll try to give you guys more information if you can. So if you have a national audience ever listen to this, uh, if you live in Detroit and you're listening to this and do not know, Monster Jam is canceled this weekend. It will be happening June 25th and June 26th. You get to use your tickets once again. That is it. That is our Motorsports update. Uh, just one final thing I'd like to give in to you guys is make sure you guys support uh, the Pennzoil radio network uh for indycar mark james and the crew is a very they are very talented and they are entertaining and they are i hate to say this but they are more uh entertaining than the actual tv broadcast because there's less commercials and like more uh, in-depth information rather than just being like coming up next on nbc it is da 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 tour de france We're, we're in march but anyway i just keep going off on a tangent so, there you go. You have got our motorsports update. So, basically, here we go. NASCAR running out without fans. IndyCar, not going to have any fans. Monster Jam has been canceled. And then who knows what's happening with Formula One. We're going to find out in the future. So, ladies and gentlemen, once again, this was your motorsports update. Welcome to 60 Second Update. Now, I know you expect a guest. We're not going to be having a guest. We're going to instead have me. You're welcome. Here we go. Our first update for 60 Second Update is Vince Carter. He made a three-pointer last night. Even though it could be his last three-pointer, depending on if the season continues, I think it will. But that is just really amazing. He was very emotional making it it could be his last game we also have european leagues are not having their games anymore which is smart i feel like they should have already suspended play but that's beyond the point we're not going to get into this uh cuban i guess has been basically the only person who's really talking in the nba a lot about this uh first of all he was saying it's like a movie and then he was saying quote I was stunned by the news that we were canceling the games. Uh, the first game to cancel was OKC versus the Utah Jazz. PA announcer was basically like, due to unforeseen circumstances, the game is canceled. And there we go. That was a 60 second update. Ah. That was a train wreck, ladies and gentlemen. But we're keeping that because here at Sports the Show, we like to give you quality content. So 60 second is with me. And I'm so sorry.
It's time for the non-sports news of the day. As you heard, it's time for the non-sports topic of the day, but we got three topics today. Our first topic is coronavirus actually cannot be cured by drinking bleach or snorting cocaine. You know, some social media people, they're coming out and saying, well, if you snort cocaine or if you drink bleach, you will cure the coronavirus. No, the coronavirus cannot be cured by that. Also, it is not because of corona beers. And please, please, please stop buying toilet paper. You guys are a bit overreacting. But I'm not going to get into it. You guys do what you want. Just please don't buy all the toilet paper. We kind of need it. I don't want to have to use a leave. But yes, ladies and gentlemen, so here's our message uh, lesson for the day. Don't drink bleach. Don't snort cocaine. And don't drink hand sanitizer. It does not have alcohol in it. And it will not help you. And it will, in fact, poison you. And you could die from that. Our next story is the weirdest things that have been found in an Uber. Now, Uber is in charge. Well, basically, the Uber uh, website had an article that they wrote. It was the 2020 Uber Lost and Found Index. And it showed the most common items that have been found and the weirdest items that have been found. So the most commonly forgotten items are a phone, wallet, and keys. That's pretty simple. But there's some weird items that have been found, too. Uh... There was one that was a mice for a snake to eat. There's a six-pack of, quote, much-needed toilet paper. I hope they got that back. There were keys with my dead dog's dog tag with the name Lucy. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we should probably clarify. These are all what were sent to, to Uber. So basically, I guess when you have a lost item, you can send it to Uber and tell the owner, like, hey, I left this. So I should probably care about that. Anyway, uh, another weird thing that was left was a bowler. I don't know how big or how, but why. Uh, there was a bubble machine that was left. Uh, this one's interesting. A brown bag with a Nightmare Before Christmas costume, a Harry Potter wand, and a Batman game. I'm confused. Uh, here's a funny quote. A coconut purse. It's literally a black and white plaid coconut with a zipper and string. Ugly as possible. My ID and all my keys are in the coconut purse. I really hope you found that. Uh, the top part of my crutch was lost. I don't know how that happened. I don't want to have those questions answered. Uh, there was a gray dog tent with blue wee-wee pads inside. Jesus. Uh, a surfing helmet. I guess that's a thing. Uh, someone left their hard-boiled egg. But good news. They don't want it back. There were cornhole bags left in there for my cornhole set. My pants and my sword were left in there as well. Uh, there was a food processor. I don't even know why. Uh, there's a steam mop and a box of garbage. And then a Ziploc bag containing approximately $12 and quarters. And then finally, a bag of onions and a cup of yogurt. Now, there were 50 weird items that they listed on this list, but that is just, that's just crazy. And then in our final story, in France, just days after the government was like, you can't have more than a thousand people in one area, thousands, 3,500, I believe, gathered 
to form the largest ever ever gathering of Smurfs. There were around 3,500 people there. That is crazy. That is some good news. So you can be uh, united, and don't be scared. Just know there's a bunch of these people who are gathering up a Smurfs. That must have been fun to go to. They went there because they didn't want to be scared of the coronavirus. And they were thinking, well, these, these Smurfs, they can, uh, they can just uh, take the news to something else. I love this story. This is pretty cool. So shout out to all 3,500 of you who gathered in Western France last Saturday. And there you go. Those are your non-sports topics of the day. Guys, this was amazing. We had a fun episode. Brennan versus Ian. That was fun. Uh, albeit, there was 90 minutes of audio, which is longer this, than this entire podcast. We didn't use about 60 of them. Should we do a podcast where we just have them and just have a conversation? We're going to keep it all in? I don't know. If you guys want it, you guys can get it. Like I said, you guys need to leave us a voice message via the Anchor app and listen to us on Radio Public, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and Pocket Cast. Also, subscribe to the channel on YouTube. That is sports, colon, the show, space in between the and show, as well as after sports. So it's literally the same way you found this on most likely Spotify. That's what I've gotten from our users. Now this was been this was been fun. That's not English, but that's okay. Like I said, this has been fun. And uh my message that I'm leaving you is this Asta Manana. Can you hear me? Uh, guys, I can hear you, I can hear you.